Welcome, future doctors, to another episode of the Future Minority Doctor Podcast with Dr. Sulma and Marina, where we bring you conversations to empower and inspire you to contribute to your community and the world by becoming a doctor. Hello, future minority doctors. Thanks for checking us out once again and listening to the topic of this episode of whether it's a good idea to consider taking a gap year or gap years in between college and medical school. The day that you decide to become a doctor sets you on this rigorous path. With that comes discipline and lots and lots and lots of planning. I think most college students are set in their mind that medical school has to immediately happen right after college. It is almost as if the plan of college, then degree, then MCAT, then medical school fails in that order, then perhaps you failed the goal of becoming a physician. But what if you actually planned for college, get your degree, then you take the MCAT, then you take a break, also known as a gap year, and then you apply to medical school. Or you go to college, get your degree, then you take a break, then you apply, and then you take the MCAT and apply to medical school. Believe it or not, many students are changing the way we always thought was the only way, meaning undergrad and medical school must be completed in eight consecutive years so that you are 25 or 26 years old by the time you graduate medical school. The AMC reports that in the year 2020, the entering medical school class ranged in ages from 17 to 50 years old and the average age being 24 years old. That means the average student being accepted to medical school is taking about two to three years in between graduating from college and medical school. So whether you are in the process of planning a gap year by choice, or perhaps not by choice because of a personal circumstance, I want to talk about why it might be a good idea and it might be okay to take a gap year or a couple of years in between. I personally took a four-year gap. I didn't take my MCAT and apply to medical school until four years after graduating from college. Dr. Marina, can you remind us if you took some time in between undergrad and medical school? Yes, I actually did take a gap year. I remember I was a little reluctant to do that because I had a best friend and a couple of other friends applying directly to medical school during their senior year in college. And so I kind of felt like I was going to fall behind them if I took a gap year. But the reality was that I really needed to take a gap year. I had really struggled in my science classes, especially during my sophomore year. I had gotten um, some D's and even an F in my first biology classes. And so that really made my science GPA take a hit. So I just needed my grades from senior year to compensate for the poorer grades during my sophomore year. So if I had applied during my senior year, my science GPA just would not have been good enough to get accepted. So I waited. And that means that I was able to enjoy my senior year a little bit more, take it a little easier, not stress about trying to apply to medical school and travel to interviews and do all of that while taking classes during my senior year. So that senior year was able to get me above that 3.0 science GPA cutoff that's really important when applying to medical schools in general. And during my gap year, I was able to do a lot of things. I was able to work in an immunology laboratory. Um, I also was a TA for some biology lab courses on campus. I also did some tutoring for high school students. And I spent my Saturdays volunteering at a local free clinic where I got some really good uh, clinical experience. 
So I was doing a mix of things. I was also able to relax on the weekends. And I also had enough time to work on my application and travel to interviews. So it actually ended up being a really great year for me. All right. So now that you heard Dr. Marina, let's talk about some reasons why you may decide to take a gap year. One, perhaps just like Dr. Marina said, that your science GPA is too low, or maybe even your overall GPA might not be too great. Many underrepresented minority and first-generation students struggle in their first year or two of college because of the process of adapting to college life and studying. Sometimes those, courses, those course grades don't turn out so well, and that really, really affects your science GPA, just like Dr. Marina shared with you guys. So by now you know that our answer is not going to be to give up, right? So let's think about how we can make it better. So taking a gap year or gap years may be worth it to improve your GPA. Perhaps throughout this time, you might consider doing a post-bac program to strengthen your GPA. I actually did a one-year post-bac program where I had to maintain a B-plus or higher in several upper division courses in order to be accepted to medical school. Then some other students might consider during this time to do a master's program, and that can add credibility to a low science GPA. Dr. Marina, I know you did a master's program. While you didn't do it during your gap year, can you share how doing a master's program can make a a student a stronger applicant for medical school? Yes, absolutely. So my story is that I ended up doing a master's program in between graduating from medical school and starting my residency. I got a master's in education. And that was a really nice break, honestly, because after just all the work you put into medical school, passing all of your classes, passing all of your clinical rotations, you're a little exhausted. So it was nice. It wasn't a total break because I was still in school, but it was doing something different. It was learning something different. It was a different pace from medical school. And that was really nice. And so just, just like I took a gap at that time, you can take a gap at any point in your life to pursue a master's program. And that can be really beneficial because it gives you the opportunity to take more upper division level courses. And in particular, if you're doing a master's program in something related to science, then that's going to be able to show medical schools that you have what it takes to succeed in those upper division courses. Now, there are lots of opportunities, lots of different options in terms of master's programs. You can get a master's program in something related to science or in something different like a master's in health policy or a master's in public health or something like that. So There are many options. It depends on what your goal is. If your goal is, for example, just to get more well-versed in like the healthcare system in America, see how you can make a difference in the future, then maybe something like a master's in public health is a really good option for you. But if your GPA really struggled during undergrad and you really need to show that you're capable of succeeding in those uh, harder science courses, then it might be a good idea to get a master's specifically in a science-related field because you'll be able to accomplish that goal. Great. Thanks for sharing that. And then also during this gap year, you may also take time to repeat course grades to improve your grades. So for example, if you failed a class or you didn't do so great and you want to boost up your science GPA, you can just repeat the class. Uh, I think Dr. Marina shared earlier that's similar to what she did, but I also did that as part of my journey in applying to medical school. I didn't do so well in my calculus class in undergrad, and I didn't take all my pre-med courses in undergrad either. So what I ended up doing is taking all of my pre-med courses again at a community college after getting my bachelor's degree, and that really, really helped strengthen my science GPA. 
And again, during this time, you can also add the higher division science classes, as Dr. Marina said. So another reason that you may consider taking a gap year or some time off in between is to increase your research, internship, and volunteer experience. Perhaps during this time, you can do a study abroad program. You can get involved in research projects, just like Dr. Marina did when she took her gap year. Or you can participate in internships that may require an extended time commitment. I did a five-month internship program at NIH. And that, it, that program actually required that I live in Washington, D.C. for that amount of time. So I had to push back my graduation date for this experience, uh, which then led me to have to take a gap year. Still, reflecting back, it was definitely worth it. And this experience really strengthened my application as well. And then the, another thing that some students do is they, take, they do medical mission trips during this time as well. So I did um, the Flying Samaritans for about one or two years during my gap years, in which I would go to Tecate, Mexico once a month to assist with cataract surgeries. Uh, there was an ophthalmologist there that would perform the surgeries for free for those patients. And I got great experience there as well. And I was able to include this in my, med in my uh, medical school application too. And I've had peers as well do the Peace Corps, Teach for America. I mean, just anything that you can do during this time to just add volunteer and volunteer experience and substance to your application. Dr. Marina, you mentioned earlier that during your gap year, you also volunteered. Can you tell us more about this volunteering experience? Sure. So the major thing that I did to volunteer and also get clinical experience during my gap year was volunteer at a uh, student-run free clinic that was associated with the local medical school. So I got to be something called a patient advocate and an interpreter. So I was there in the room interpreting for Spanish-speaking patients, and that really gave me the opportunity to see what a clinical encounter was like and to, you know, learn more about diabetes. There were a lot of patients suffering from diabetes, the types of medications that were used, the types of referrals that were needed. So it gave me kind of a behind-the-scenes look at all of those clinical encounters in an outpatient setting. And it also just, you know, helped me to feel like I was contributing something in a clinical setting by being an interpreter and helping these patients at the free clinic. You mentioned that getting more experience is one of the reasons to take a gap year. And I just want to emphasize that that's one of the best reasons to take a gap year. It's really hard to squeeze everything in during college. A lot of students aren't even sure when they start college that they want to go to medical school. So maybe you find out during your sophomore or junior year that maybe this is something you want to do. And by that time, you have to squeeze in all of your pre-med requirement courses. It can be really hard to catch up with all the clinical experience, the shadowing, the volunteerism, the research. It can be really hard. Even if you know from the beginning that you want to be a pre-med and go to medical school, it can be really hard to squeeze all of that into four years. So taking a gap year or a couple of gap years is an increasingly popular way to be able to impress the admissions committee by accumulating all of the experiences that you need in order to know what you're getting into and in order to impress the admissions committees. Yeah, and I think this will be a large part of your interview when you when you go to medical school interviews. I, I find it, I don't know, Dr. Marina, if you agree, but I find that that's where a lot of the questions come the the interviewee who's interviewing you, mm -hmm. they're they're the ones asking you questions about all these experiences. So it's really good to have a lot under your belt as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I've been helping a lot of pre-meds apply to medical school the last year or two. 
then I see like how competitive the process is. And <laughs> um, some of these people who have taken a couple of gap years, they're honestly the strongest applicants because they have a lot of work experience. They have years of clinical volunteering or shadowing. And that just makes you honestly a more mature candidate. Um, and then it gives the committee an idea that you really know what you're getting into, that you've tried doing other things in life, but this is really where you want to be is you want to be a doctor. Agree. Then another reason that you might decide uh, to take a gap year or a couple years in between is if you get a low MCAT score where you need to repeat the MCAT, or if you just need more time to study for the MCAT, just like Dr. Marina said, it's hard to squeeze time in when you're trying to work towards getting good grades with your upper division classes. You might consider during this time to take an MCAT study course. And some of these courses that you can apply to, uh, you may have to travel or you have a certain time commitment. So there's study courses that you can just do where you're at online, go to a center. But there's also programs available where you can do intense MCAT prep courses. I actually did one and I did it during my gap years as well. And it was run by the AAMC. It was called the Southern Medical Education Program. And it was a four-week commitment of an intense MCAT program. And this one was specific for minority students. I had to travel from California to New Jersey and live on the Rutgers campus there for the whole four weeks while I attended um, some classes and the study courses at the University of Medicine and Dentistry of New Jersey. So again, this would have been hard to do while I was doing my undergrad. And then just remember, many students have to take the MCAT twice. If this is your situation because your initial MCAT score was low, don't feel bad about it. Take the gap year as a chance to get more focused practice on your MCAT question, and then just study the areas where you feel like you did worse on. So that way you can strengthen them. It's okay if you have to repeat your MCAT. Then another reason that you also will consider in taking a gap year will be maybe you're not done with your prereq courses. So again, I did this after graduating from college. I redid all my pre-med courses to make sure I can boost up my GPA. So this is also okay. And then another reason might be that you don't have enough shadowing experience to put on your application. And I think Dr. Marina referenced to this earlier. Sometimes it takes time to find a clinic or a doctor that gives you permission to shadow them. And then having the gap year gap years allows for some time while you find someone to shadow, first of all. And then you'll have the time to actually spend time shadowing with the doctor or the clinic or the hospital. Another reason as well that um, you can benefit from having a gap year is that you also, it gives you time to build relationships for letter of recommendations. These relationships can come out of, uh, come out of the time you have, uh, these relationships can come out of the time that you've made for research, for shadowing, doing a postback program, an internship, or even the volunteer experience. Basically everything that I've already mentioned. Dr. Marina, did you get any of your letter of recs from anyone that you worked with during your gap year? I did, actually. And it was actually one of my letters was not necessarily during the gap year, mm -hmm. but it was someone that I really worked intensively with during my senior year. Now, if I had applied during my senior year, that means I would not have been able to get that letter of recommendation because when you apply your, your senior year, you have to have all of your stuff submitted during the summer. So usually by August, maybe September at the latest, if you want to have good chances of getting in. So because I did most of my work with that professor during my senior year, I would not have been able to ask him because he didn't know me very well at that point. So it's sort of yes, uh, sort of no. 
And then I also worked in an immunology lab, like I mentioned, and I think I got one of my letters of recommendation from that immunology professor. I had taken a class with her my junior year, but honestly, it was like a class of 100, 150 people. So she didn't really get to know me very well during just the class. It was really during that research experience during my gap year that she got to know me a lot better. Yeah, I I agree. It's just you just have more time because you're not busy with all the other stuff as well. So then another reason that I actually commonly see and had fellow um, medical students in my class uh, as a reason why they had some gap years in between is because they have a change in career. Many students finish college and graduate thinking that they have chosen the right career. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. However, it is quite common at some point that you realize it isn't the right career choice for you and perhaps becoming a doctor is what is the right career for you. In medical school, I had classmates who had been formal physical therapists, teachers, engineers, college professors in non-science academia, EMTs, and some that were even in the military, and the list goes on and on. So again, this is also another reason which it would be okay to take some time off because you're changing careers into medicine. And then another reason also that I find quite often happens is just to save some money. Uh, Perhaps you want to pay down some financial debt. But I will say, if you're going to do this, I just would recommend that you try to find a job that adds strength to your medical school application. Currently, as a practicing doctor, I've seen many students who are pursuing medicine take a gap year or a couple of years, and they work as medical scribes. I personally had a scribe who did get into medical school on her second attempt, and it's really neat because then I get to see her evolve, and and she actually emails me updates every semester on how med school is going. So again, this was a this would be a good job to have because one, it's helping you pay the bills, but two, it's also strengthening your application. And then as for me, I worked as a healthcare programs outreach manager at a community clinic for two years after I graduated from college. And then I also within those gap years, I was also a youth mental health counselor for a nonprofit organization. So these jobs helped me finance my application process to medical school, but at the same time, it also strengthened my application. Did you have a similar experience like this, Dr. Marina? Not really, but I do know many students who have done something like you mentioned. Um, There's a current pre-med that I'm advising. He's applying to medical school right now. And during college, he started out as a pre-med and then his mom lost her job. And so he really had to do something in order to help his family financially. So he decided to switch majors to an engineering major and then got a really good job working for an engineering company, made a really good salary for a couple of years and then said, okay, now my family's in a better situation. I've saved a lot of money. Now I'm going to circle back, finish those pre-med classes, take the MCAT and apply to medical school. He did end up switching jobs, though. You made the point that you want to be doing something that strengthens your application, and he recognized that. So what he did is he ended up quitting his job in engineering, which was hard because it's taking a big pay cut. Mm -hmm. But he wanted to show his commitment to something in the medical field, and he had saved enough money to be able to do this. So he ended up scribing, and he ended up getting a certification as an EMT. And so that was really good for him, and that was the right path for him. So everybody's path is going to look different. There's no one right answer. There's no one right way. There are as many paths as there are physicians, is what I like to tell people. So don't feel like you have to do things a certain way 
find what's right for you. If money is an issue, then figure out a way to make it work, even if you have to take more time than other people. Exactly. Another reason that you might be forced into a gap year is because things happen. You know, there might be there might be family circumstances that occur that just like Dr. Marina said, and she just gave an example where you have to put a pause temporarily because life is going to continue to happen. It could be divorce, having children, having children, having a child with special needs, death of a loved one. Personal health reasons is another one. Financial reasons, just like Dr. Marina said, or even say you're planning on getting married, you might need to put some time off because then there's moving and planning as well. And it's really okay to delay this application for these reasons. Just make sure you somehow mention that when you're applying to medical school too. Yeah, speaking of unprecedented circumstances, sometimes people don't plan this, but it happens anyway. They apply to medical school, they think they're going to get in, and then they don't. So that kind of forces you to take a gap year. Sometimes people have to apply numerous times before they get into medical school. Like I said, there's no one right way to do it. You never know exactly what's going to happen. Just make sure that you kind of plan for that. So if you are applying, make sure that you keep doing things that are going to strengthen your application. I have seen some applicants where they're kind of cocky and they assume that they're going to get in. And so they're not really like doing the volunteer things as much as they used to. They're not getting the clinical experiences as much as they are supposed to. And then suddenly come March or April, they find out they didn't get in. And all of a sudden, they only have a few months left before they have to apply for the next cycle. And they didn't do very much to strengthen their application. So make sure that if you're forced into that situation, for whatever reason, that you keep strengthening your application. And then another reason I think that we've also already mentioned is to dedicate more time to the application process. So as we've mentioned, it's a very time-consuming time period when you're applying to medical school, even just to study for the MCAT. And then everything that goes with the interviews, secondaries, personal statements. So just having to do this that last year you're in college while you're still trying to pass your classes and not lower your science GPA could be so stressful. So it's okay to take actually a year, which you'll be doing other things as we've referenced to, but you'll be able to have more time to do the application. And then the last one would be, you know, just simply that you need to take a gap year because you're burned out and you just feel the need to recharge yourself. Personally, I feel this is the biggest gain I had from taking those gap years that I did. My mind, my outlook, my perspective of life was very different at the age of 21 compared to 25. So you gain a little bit of wisdom with years. <laughs> and then this time also gives you a chance to reflect on your personal goals and if medical school is really the path for you as well. It's just a really good time to reflect on what you feel your purpose is. You also, during this time, get to do things that you've always wanted to do, like travel, spend time with family and friends, and also maybe just focusing on your life. Maybe you kind of put off the going to the doctor appointments, exercise, or seeking some mental health counseling. Well, maybe during this time, you can actually get yourself at a, in a better position for your health. But just remember, while taking the, that gap year gap years, you must be doing things to strengthen your application. Don't let it be wasted time because it can, on the other hand, hurt your application. You also don't want to take too much of a break in between that you forget your science course material. 
Starting medical school feeling rusty will make it harder than it already is. However, in all honesty, for most students who do take these gap years or a gap year, it's usually with the intention of doing more to be a stronger candidate. Dr. Marina, with what you know now after going through the whole medical journey, do you think one gap year was good enough or would you have taken a bit more time or would you have rather just gone straight through? Mm -hmm. Looking back and knowing what I know now, having the experience that I have now, one year was just such a tiny blip in the overall timeline. I think for me, it worked out. Uh, I had to coordinate with my husband also applying to graduate school. And so for us, one year was the right amount of time. But looking back, if for some reason I had had to take more time or I wanted to take more time, now I can see that that would have been completely fine. I think at the time, though, I felt the time pressure. I remember, you know, writing out the timelines like, okay, I'm 21 or 22 right now. And then I'm taking an extra year and then four years of medical school and then three years of residency. And like, I'm going to be done by the time I'm 29. And so I had that like number in my head. And that number does not matter (laughs) in the big scheme of things. But at the time, I thought it mattered. And so what I realize now looking back is that one or a couple of years, it really doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. And there are actually a lot of people um, who make career changes. I see that now that there are some people who had a career as a teacher or a stay at home mom or an engineer or whatever it is. And then they find out in their 30s that they want to go to medical school. And there's nothing wrong with that. I remember meeting a woman who was in her 50s that was going to medical school. So (laughs) there's no wrong way to do this. Um, Just do what's right for you. Thanks for sharing your opinion on that, Dr. Marina. So you guys can see that there really isn't a right way. But overall, it's just still okay to take that time if you need to, just to make yourself a stronger candidate. As for me, I can sincerely say that I have never regretted taking all those gap years in between college and medical school. I feel that once medical school starts, you start a rat race until you complete residency. You'll be working very hard and making many sacrifices for a minimum of seven years, of course, depending on which field you go into. It's much more difficult to take a pause or break once you've started medical school. It's possible, but it's just a little bit, it could be a little bit more challenging. Taking that gap year or those gap years just makes you appreciate more that you took time for yourself. Again, this is just my personal experience, and I realize that this may not suit everyone. It is also okay if you want to go straight through. But for those of you who are considering it, it really is okay and worth it. As Dr. Marina said, in the grand scheme of things, the time difference really doesn't matter. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you're in the position where you're thinking about taking a gap year, Hope it gives you a little bit more of a sense of what it'll be like and that it's okay. Peace and love, everyone.